What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey everybody and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host BJ Seip. I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this episode. Now, let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. Wow, it's been far, far too long since I got behind the microphone. It has been a crazy month for so many reasons. We spent time towards the end of May and the beginning of June at my in-law's home up in the mountains of North Carolina. And then I turned around and spent a week in the beautiful state of Colorado, spending time with many old friends and teaching an incredible group of young people. But as I told my elders, I am indefinitely grounded through the end of the year. No more traveling for me. So we're getting back on track with the podcast. I want to thank everyone who filled in during my absence. Kenny Embry, Hal Hammonds, and Adam Shanks. Each of these men are guys that I love, respect, and thank God for in the parts that they have played in mentoring me and building up the kingdom. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to each of their podcasts, Balancing the Christian Life, Citizens of Heaven, and preach impediments. After such a whirlwind of a month, there are so many things that I want to share on this podcast, which is one unfortunate downside to hosting this podcast only once a week. I've got to be much pickier about what I choose to share. I want to share more about North Carolina, about the youth lecture in Colorado, and even about the fair over the past week that our local church did outreach at. But before we can get into any of those stories, there is one thing that I've just got to share with you today that happened yesterday. Between two toddlers and a baby on the way, you would think that we have had enough crazy going on in our lives. As it turns out, My wife and I enjoy looking crazy in the face and going, that's all you've got? (laughs) Which is exactly what we did yesterday. To preface this, for quite a while, my wife has been set on getting a puppy for the kids. But not just any puppy. She has wanted to get a miniature golden doodle. A puppy like this would be perfect for our little growing family. It grows no larger than 25 to 30 pounds, it doesn't shed, is great with kids, and generally lives quite a long life. The problem with this? They are expensive. 
several thousand dollars, expensive to be exact. The best quotes that we were seeing were around two grand in Kentucky. One pet shop in Lexington even quoted us $5,300. And I feel bad about that one because I literally laughed at her over the phone when she told me the price. Anytime a breeder says, financing available, that's a bad sign. After sticker price shock and even going through a scam and losing a deposit, we kind of gave up on the idea for a while. That was until Sunday night, when we got it in our minds to broaden our search. Well, as it turns out, there were so many more mini golden doodle breeders in the state of Ohio just north of us. For whatever reason, the prices were also significantly cheaper for the same breed of dog. We couldn't believe how affordable they were, so we just assumed there had to be some kind of a catch, but reached out anyway to a few, expecting nothing in return. What we didn't expect was what happened the next morning. One of the breeders, a kind young man living in an Amish community named Leon, reached out to us. He had several puppies available, including the pick of the litter, a little nine-week-old boy, mini golden doodle. He was so cute that he could put corduroy to shame. My wife instantly fell in love, and she knew that the kids would too. I asked her where he was located, and she told me Millersburg, Ohio. So I pulled out Google Maps and I looked it up. One way, it was a five and a half hour drive. I then looked at the clock, and it was already 10.30 a.m., and none of us were ready yet. So I looked at her, I looked at the kids, and I said, well, why not? What's a little more crazy? It's my day off. Let's go. (laughs) So we told the kids that we had a surprise for them, to which they respectively thought that we were getting a balloon, or we're going to Cracker Barrel. (laughs) I wish I would have known that I could have gotten off so easily. Once we told them, they were ecstatic. Everyone was ready to go within the hour, the fastest I've ever seen them all get ready, which was good because we had an 11-hour drive in the car, not including stop time to go and get this dog. We ended up getting home around 12.30 a.m., And needless to say, it was a very long day. We dealt with Lexington traffic, Cincinnati traffic, Columbus traffic, horse and buggy traffic, crying kids, drink spills, dog vomit, and everything else in between. But you know what? We came home with some very, very happy kids and an adorable little puppy named Ollie. Two things are for certain. One, dogs are way better than cats. I mean, nobody would drive 11 hours with two toddlers for a cat. But for a dog, you betcha. (laughs) And two, parents will do some pretty crazy things for their kids. All because we love them. As much as I love my children, what will never cease to amaze me is how much more our Heavenly Father loves us. 
I am mindful of a few passages of Scripture that I want us to focus on today. The first is found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 11, and it reads, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Who among you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will he give him a snake? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Of course, there is always exceptions to everything. But as a general rule, fathers do their best to care for their children. They feed them, protect them, and love them. They do things like drive all day to go get a dog. But even the best of fathers, of which I would never dare to consider myself among, fail their children. We are flawed men. We make mistakes, and despite our best of intentions, we don't always provide for our children what they need or desire. This is Jesus' point. If we, as flawed fathers, understand the drive and the desire to give good gifts to our children and provide for them, How much more, then, will our perfect Heavenly Father provide for us? It's no comparison, is it? Yeah, I gave my kids a dog, but our Heavenly Father gives us life and salvation. In fact, every good and perfect gift comes from above. James 1.17 But just how far does God's love extend? To what lengths would he go for his creation? Well, when we open up Scripture, we discover that our Father was willing to do something beyond crazy, something unheard of. God would become flesh to subject himself to his own creation and die for them. For we read in Philippians 2, beginning in verse 5, Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. As John would write, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. As Isaiah would prophesy, Emmanuel, which means God with us. God was willing to do far more than drive all day for us. He was willing to die for us. And my friends, I want you to recognize this one thing. 
If the Father did not even withhold His only Son from us, what could we possibly ask according to His will that He would not also grant for us? Paul makes this very point in Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He did not even spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him grant us everything? Who can bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is the one who died, but even more has been raised. He also is at the right hand of God and intercedes for us. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, because of you, we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor rulers nor angels, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Your heavenly Father loves you more than you could ever understand. He desires more than anything to lavish His grace on you that in Christ you could find hope, joy, peace, family, rest, and love. All of these are gifts of God, and they are offered freely to you. If you are not a child of God, then what exactly are you waiting for? You will never find a better father. Oh, the crazy awesome things that our great God will do for His children. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode, and I would invite you back every Tuesday for a brand new episode each week. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are.
searching for answers only It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who.